Good morning. This morning's breakfast and class are graciously dedicated by Nathan Shalom. Parashat Terumah introduces us, of course, to the Sivui, the command on the Mishkan. And uh, at the center of the Mishkan, for all intents and purposes, was the Aron. In fact, the Mishkan was uh, often referred to as Mishkan Ha'edut. It was the Mishkan of testimony. And in the middle of it, for all intents and purposes, again, was the Aron Ha'edut, the uh, Ark of Testimony. All testimony, of course, of Ma'amad Har Sinai, because the Luchot Ha'edut were inside of that Aron, which means to say this... Mishkan was, in a certain sense, it was a microcosm, a small version of Ma'amad Har Sinai. At the center of Ma'amad Har Sinai were the Luchot. At the center of the Mishkan were the Luchot, encased by the Aron, encased by the larger structure of the Mishkan. It's uh, for that reason I'd like to, for a few moments, to focus on the Pasuk with regards to the Aron. You see, the Pasuk says, Ve'asu Aron Aseshitim. The Aron was to be created from an acacia wood. Uh, that's the specific description. It's written in plural, Ve'asu. Uh, you should, in plural, all of you should craft this Mishkan. The next Pasuk, which describes not the dimensions, but the particularities of the Aron, Ve'sipita oto zahav tahor mibaitu mihutz tetsapennu. It's in singular. You should plate the Aron externally and internally with gold. Patah berabin. The Siembiahid. It starts by a communal obligation of crafting, building the Aron, and finishes with, uh, well, how you put it together with the gold inside and outside, that plating, well, that's for an individual to do. Uh, first and foremost, just a basic question uh, what's the purpose of that? Why does the Torah shift? The Torah, like me and you in conversation, should be consistent with who it's speaking to. Is it speaking to everyone or speak, speaking to individuals? The first and foremost, the first glance a response, Ramban Nachmani, and the truth is it's a Midrash preceding Ramban, suggests that that general command of Ve'asu Aron speaks to the nature of the Aron. The Aron, the eyes of the Hachamim, all the way back represents Torah. Of course, the Aron encased, as we said, the Luchot Ha'idut, the tablets which were testimony of the reception of the Torah. In turn, the description of Ramban Nachmani, of the rabbis in the Midrash, is this is open to all. Torah should be held on to by each of us. Um, it's not for an individual. It's not for him or her as opposed to her or him. It's for anyone and everyone. The Asu Aron in plural. Make certain and understand everyone is a part of this. But the next pasuk, in the singular, the sipita oto, it should be plated internally and externally with gold. Why in singular? Well, there's another question that's very basic, and this will really get us to the crux of what I want to discuss together with you, and that is we understand the plating on the outside. It makes sense when you look at it that it appears beautiful. It has a gold external feature. Why inside as well? What's the necessity? When we build an Aron Kodesh, it might have a beautiful adornment outside. Inside, we want it just to be appropriate for holding the Sifrei Torah. It should be over here appropriate for having the Luchot. Why gold inside and outside, specifically inside? Why a necessity? The Gemara in Masechet Yoma and Daf'ayin Bet suggests that we can learn again along the lines of the Aron representing Torah from this about what the highest level of a Talmud Hakam is. So that reason, in my mind, it's in singular over here. Not everyone's going to achieve this. Vesipita, if you, as a Talmud Hakam, as a budding, aspiring Talmud Hakam individual who wants to achieve greatness in Torah, 
here's what you should be looking for. Not everyone will achieve this. It represents a person who tocho kibaro, which means to say their inside is like their outside. What you see externally, the words they speak, the actions they do, that's who they truly are internally as well. The representation of the Aaron then, what's its paradigm? It's for a person who's truly achieving what Torah is all about. It's not just the words you say and the actions you do. It's who you are. It's not just gold outside, it's gold inside as well. How do we get to that? How do we show that we have so much of our life is determined by what we do, our external actions. How do we distinguish for ourselves even that my tocho, my inside is kibaro. I have gold not only outside, but inside as well, the visipita, that I've achieved that status, that level. I would suggest, based on yet another gemara, a well-known one this time, in Masechet Berachot and Davkavchet. The gemara over there tells the famous story, we allude to it on the night of Pesach, of Rabban Gamliel and Rabbi Azar ben Azariah. Are we familiar with this one? Rabban Gamliel was the head of the academy. He was the person who determined who was studying Torah and who not. He had, in fact, the Gemara says, a shomer, a guard who stood or sat at the entrance and wouldn't allow anyone entrance. He made certain the only people allowed in were those who? Tocham kebaram. Their inside was like their outside. Same words in the Gemara. That was Rabban Gamliel's approach, and of course it wasn't an approach that was sustainable. Imagine the elite of the elite institutions only accepting the highest level individuals. Ah, it's not going to be sustainable in a world, in a society where we're looking for something that will have endurance. It's the way it works. You can't just have the cream of the crop. Ultimately speaking, based on his personality and his governance, Rabban Gamliel was moved aside and entered in Rabbi Azab and Azariah on the day that he entered into the head of the Midrash. Either 400 or 700 extra benches were added for all those who were studying Torah. That's the description of the Gemara. But listen for a moment again. Rabban Gamliel was the epitome of of the only people who are allowed in is if their inside is like their outside. How did that guard determine that? Same question I have for you. How did the guard decide? I mean, was, he was a mind reader. He was a soul reader. He was a, uh, who was he? he was Hakadosh Baruch Who's standing at the door and determining that? There is a well-known suggestion, and this will really crystallize the message over here, that a tochokibaro was determined in the following fashion. The shomer was perhaps a human guard or alternatively just a locked door. It was a situation where if you were tocho kibaro, your inside was like your outside, well, the door's locked, you're going to find a way in. Do you follow? In other words, it looked as if there's no entrance over here. Why is there no entrance? Because the guard won't allow anyone in. You really care about this? Your inside is not is, is truly what your outside is? You don't just say you want to study. You actually want to study? You actually want to achieve? You're going to make your way in. Uh, but one second, there's a lock on the door. There's a guard who won't allow anyone in. Tohoki baro means you're going to find a way in. And I think in this moment, and it's not for everyone per se, but I think uh, sometimes I meet with the students, with the young men in high school, and they're thinking about studying in Israel for the year. Uh, not for everyone at all, but they say to me, I'd love to go but my parents won't allow me to go. It's always a laugh out loud moment for me. I said, what are you laughing at me for? I said, let me just give you a theoretical. 
Okay? Your parent, your father says to you, no driver's license. I'm sorry, Rochi, I love you very much. You say, what do you mean? How am I going to get around? I'll pay for the Ubers. I'll uh, take care of that always. But no, you can't get a driver's license. You're going to suffice with that? Oh, come on, Rabbi, that's not comparable. Why is it not comparable? If you really want that, but your father or mother says to you, you're not going to get it, you're not going to find a way to convince them? Come on, you're going to have protests. And when I was a young boy, uh, my parents were thinking about moving to Israel some 1996 or so. Uh, the plan was to move to Israel. That was done. We were matriculated in the school system there. My father had a job there. It was done. My sisters, Tocham Kibaram, determined we were not moving to Israel. Every single night's dinner, every Friday night, killed. There was no dinner any longer. They would just cry and scream and protest. Uh, we didn't move to Israel for better for the, Of course, the, the last laugh is them. They moved to Israel. And all of us, all of us are stuck in America, of course. That's right. You know, they, they stuck us all here and they moved there. But the description again of us, it's the ironies of life, right? The description of Tocham Kibaram is if you really, if this is really who you are, you're going to make that happen. And that's the description of the Aaron. They, the Hachamim in Masechet Yoma, when they say the Aaron epitomizes, the Aaron describes who we are as Tocham Kibaram, when we've achieved a true Talmit Hacham status, means in a word, you have passion. Passion means Tocho Kibaro. You don't just speak words. You actually do them. You don't say, I'd love to, but it doesn't fit my schedule. You don't say that I, I, it's truly what I want. I just can't wake up in the morning. I, just, I have too many other obligations. I have too many other responsibilities. Tocho kibaro means you're going to find that time. It's um, more guilty than anyone else. It's the irony, of course, or the reality. Uh, the person is just too busy to take my phone call. If he's tocho kibaro, what I mean by that is if he's passionate to speak with you, he's going to find the time. And there's no time in the day. I've, I'm the first one to tell you there's no time in the day. But if it's significant, if it's important to the person, if they have a passion, they'll find that time, which doesn't exist in order to make certain that they take care of what they need to take care of. Uh, my understanding in turn of the description of the Torah, of the Hachamim, passionately telling us to have passion, is to describe what a life as a Yaresh Amayim, as a Shomei Torah Mitzvot, is all. That's not just about fulfilling. It's not just about the words or the actions. It's about the inner passion. There is a well-known story about just about every rabbi who lived 200 years ago, who, uh, they say it about a rabbi named Rabbi Eizel Harif, uh, but they say it, I think, about everyone else. They needed a uh, hatan for their daughter, and of course it was only going to be the highest level scholar, young man who was going to marry this great scholar's daughter, and uh, they, in turn, arrived along their journey in different towns and asked questions. And anyone who can answer those questions, that's the one who's set to be this, uh, the, the mate for their daughter. So the story as, as it goes, again, about him and everyone else in the Middle Eastern world as well as in the Ashkenazi world, goes as follows. The question was asked and all the young scholars, excited, want to be the Hatan, the son-in-law of this uh, rabbi, are trying to, uh, no, lining up, not the right answer, incorrect, and they're racking their brains and they're spending nights and days trying to figure this one out. Nobody figures it out. He gets back onto the chariot on his way to the next town. And as he's Galloping away on his horses, this one young man running after him, yelling, but wait, Rabbi, you have the answer? So I don't have the answer, but I want to hear the answer. 
at least tell me the answer, because I'm here not only to get to my own achievement, I just care about the answer. I have a passion for, ah, that's the son-in-law. In other words, the description again is if tocho is kibaro, if you're truly about this, it's not about the external achievement, it's not about me getting to this, and it's not about the circumstances which will hold me back. If it's really tocho kibaro, if there's gold not only outside but inside as well, we will necessarily find a way to make things and realities in our spiritual, but in every aspect of our life, work out. In a sentence, the Aron can and should represent for us what it means to achieve true success in our spiritual lives, to have tocho kibaro, our inside as our outside, the gold in and out means to be uh, involved in life in a way, to be committed to our Shemirah Torah Mitzvot in a fashion that exudes and has in every aspect of its existence passion. Baruch Adonai Le'olam. Amen. Amen.